Welcome to Married at the Movies, a podcast where a married couple discuss their sometimes different views on movies. I'm Monica. And I'm Sean. And in this week's episode, we take a look at the next Netflix original, The Dig, and wrapping up our a Black History Month um, spotlight on black filmmakers, we're taking a look at Black Box. So let's go ahead and take a look at The Dig. Uh, this is a Netflix original based on a true story of an archaeologist who embarks on the historical excavation of the Sutton Who, and it takes place in 1938. Um, It stars uh, Rafe Fiennes and Carrie Mulligan. Uh, So, Sean, what did you think of this? This is a film that is one of those quiet films, and we're, as Monica stated, this is about, like, historical events, and there's really nothing to spoil here. So we're not going to worry about any spoiler wall. There's nothing that's, like, going to be, like, a giant shock to anybody. No, so, and they, I mean, they find the boat, like, pretty early on in the movie, yeah, too, so it's not yeah. even, like, what's under there. Right, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Um, so no spoilers, nothing. Feel free to listen to this before you see the film. Like, we're not going to give anything away that's going to ruin your enjoyment of the Mm -hmm. film this is one of those quiet films it's kind of uh it's a very small cast it's not necessarily a two-hander but it's it's a very very small um well-acted cast and i i have to say i i love this movie Mm -hmm. i really did i loved every bit of it um it's one of those films that you kind of come away from feeling a certain kind of way but not necessarily totally able to put your finger on it um it's gorgeously directed beautifully shot uh wonderful acting just a great story and a wonderful little treatise on time and what it means to excavate these types of things and what you're really looking for as you look into the past is you know providing for the future and it's about what we leave behind, who gets to find that, like, you know, and what we say about ourselves as we leave things for the future and who that really belongs to. I, I just, I loved, like, almost every single aspect of this film from start to finish. I thought it, it was wonderful and it was beautiful. And judging by your face, you disagree. No, I think that all those things you said about time and what we leave behind, if that had been all of the movie, I would have really liked it. It is the secondary storylines that I did not see how they um, meshed in with the movie. Okay. Well, uh, I think... Like the... Um, you know the girl this one might be a spoiler so i'm not going to say exactly but the other the other the female archaeologist that comes on and the little like mm-hmm. internal struggle that she has mm-hmm. i just didn't really i felt like that was an unnecessary thing like oh we're we're doing a movie about something that actually happened but let's throw in some more drama and just put in this storyline whether like i don't know if those those people actually existed no they they were actually uh, not based on on truth yeah so to me like if that had not been in the movie i mm-hmm. would have been with you like loved it mm-hmm. i so uh, for 75 percent of it i really enjoyed it i just it was um like it was like rom commy or not even comedy like romantic <laughs> drama that was okay. like alongside with it that maybe it was just trying to show the the war aspect of it and like Mm -hmm. the fear, you know, and him going like off to the air force. Um, but it was just weird. Mm -hmm. And like, I felt like it was very disconnected from the rest of the movie. 
that like all that stuff that you said about what we leave behind mm-hmm. and you know unearthing things and like that the stuff that's like unearthed i don't know i just it was just weird yeah. and i didn't that's the part that i was like rolling my eyes at I'm like oh okay. what is come on let's like get back to the the archaeology part of it and yeah. you know looking at the other relationships okay i thought that relationship was unnecessary okay and then wait i gotta say one more thing oh boy okay here we go here we go and i i I know where you're going okay please predict i I know where you're going what is it that i'm gonna say you did not like like the directorial choices of having dialogue take place over the scenes that were not depicted by the dialogue like over you know scenes that weren't the actual conversation being filmed at the time you expressed that a lot better than i was going to yeah I, knew- I was going to say the part where they're talking, but it's the people that are talking. <laughs> and their mouths aren't moving but, but to they're say not, the things but, they're saying. But they're saying the things later. I just thought that was confusing and weird because okay. then it would go in and out. Like, it would be like, okay, like I get it. They're just like, you know, sitting, drinking tea. And then there's like mm-hmm. a voiceover of conversation that they have later. Mm-hmm. But then but then they would start talking and then like go back to, and like wait what yeah. and then i would lose concept of the timeline of things because there was mm-hmm. sometimes when the conversation was happening in the future but now we go back to the present or like the pet mm-hmm. that i was yeah. just like i didn't okay so i thought they did it too much let's let's take this one at a time okay, okay so do you want to focus on the main storylines first or get to the secondary characters that like do you want to talk about the directorial stuff or talk about the plot Oh, well, let's just talk about that. Like, I'm too curious about your thoughts about the, that directorial choice. So, okay. I loved it. Okay. And I thought it was a fantastic choice for the theme of the film. Because everything, if you think about what they're doing, right? They're unearthing all these things that exist simultaneously all the time and, like, none of the time. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, um, I was going to say Pavlov's cat but that's wrong it's um <laughs> schrodinger's, schrodinger's cat yeah where you open the box and salivate <laughs> yeah <while> exactly <laughs> well would, much like archaeology right yes. it's like Ugh. um anyway <laughs> these these things don't exist but they exist throughout all time right mm-hmm. because like until you unearth them they're they don't exist to anyone mm-hmm. and there's like this kind of meshing of past present and future at all times when you're looking and dissecting the past like whether or not you're examining the present and the future like Mm. when you're looking at these things you are no that's a good point so those dialogue moments and other things where scenes happen like three different times at the beginning like during and Mm. then after it all makes sense to me because it is all this like mesh of a time and what is left. And if you think about this movie as like an excavation of a time, which mm-hmm. essentially it is, well, right? Yeah, it's an exploration. Time period, yeah. yeah, exactly. So, w- like that to me makes perfect sense mm-hmm. that all these things in the present and the future are being, you know, kind of intermingled with the unearthing of the past. Mm-hmm. And That's so deep- I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant and Mm -hmm. i loved it maybe they did it once too many times that's what it was like i didn't i thought it was cool in moments but then it was like happening a lot and then to me it loses it's like allure when it's happening frequently and like the theory that you just said about unearthing time then it only should have been done i think with certain characters yeah but i 
I think the choice was as it as they uncover more of the boat and more of the past, it happens more and more because mm-hmm. as you see more into the past, you can, you know, see more of your future. Yeah. So I, I think it worked thematically brilliantly. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe one or two times less, but I, I have absolutely no problems with it. In fact, I go the exact other way and say that it was a wonderful choice and only mm-hmm. added to my enjoyment of the no, film. No, like I said, it was just... It was too much for me. It was a cool, like the first time it happens, you're like, wait, what's happening? Oh, okay. So this is a conversation like from before or later. Cool. And then like they did a second time. Okay, cool. And then it was like the fifth. So, okay, wow, I'm over this. Yeah. Like I, it's like almost like overly artsy at a certain point for me that I was just like, I, I was just like done with it and over it about 50% of the way through. That's fair. So I'm not, I'm not saying that it was a bad choice in it it was cool mm-hmm. like i don't think i've seen that in a movie before mm-hmm. the way that they did it oh uh the way that they did it the no. way that they yeah i, I mean like, like voiceover and you know yeah, things like that I, I generally like when like a conversation is still occurring but the the film has already moved on the yeah, next scene but you still yeah, hear cool. it like mm-hmm. i really like those touches yeah. um to me it actually kind of equates with a lot of like comic book storytelling well, yeah, tropes. there's narration yeah boxes, exactly there's boxes on. that continue mm-hmm. the conversation from the last page but over like a fight sequence that has yeah. started and i like this and... better than voiceover yeah yeah you know, like, oh, man. You know i feel about voiceover <laughs> oh well madams do not get her yeah, started on voiceover over, like, um i just it was just that's what it was for me just at a certain point i was like okay i get yeah. it i get and the I, thing you're doing i could hear your eyes rolling as we were watching yeah, the film. After, like come on <laughs> Gave yeah. me a break. So, so I, I appreciate it, but it just was yeah. overdone for me a little bit. I, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. I, I loved it. Yeah. So, okay, let's let's talk about other storylines then. Mm-hmm. And let's talk, um, I think in order to, like, really get into it, we have to just say what happened. And, like, you know, if you haven't seen the movie, sorry, but it's really not going to be that big of a thing. Well, right? you can figure it out pretty quickly, yeah. too, anyway. So, um, as more of the ship is unearthed, um, the English or the British Museum gets involved and uh, more, you know, people are brought into the dig. Mm-hmm. And two of those people are a, a married couple, right? And the man is brought in because of his, you know, bona fides. Mm-hmm. And the other guy brought uh, the wife in because she's light. Yeah. Right, and she won't uh, break things, mm-hmm. which is funny because she actually ends up being the only person to actually like break something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it it becomes very apparent that uh, the man is uh, her husband. Her husband, yeah, is kind of uh, into a, mm-hmm. another man. Yeah. Well, right? you first sense that there's something like off between them. Yeah. And then it's like it seems like there's no attraction, and then. They don't, yeah, they don't try to hide it from you with the, with the scenes that happen in the yeah. camera angles. You're like, okay, mm-hmm. this yeah. guy there's a lot is of, not into women. There's a lot of male gaze yeah. in both senses of the word, yeah. right? Um, so then you figure it out. Yes. Like, okay, they're, they love each other in the sense of like, mm-hmm. we're friends, but there's no, yes. you know, sexual attraction. Right. And he's most likely. And it's likely, 1938. Yeah. So, and he's yeah. a homosexual and like, that's, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, essentially then, you know. And we'll, we'll leave, leave it at that because yeah. I think that we can talk about it from that uh, point. Uh, to me, though, it's about burial, mm-hmm. right? So he has to bury who he truly is. Mm-hmm. And then... But we don't see it from his perspective. We see it from her perspective. Right. Well, you cut me off. Oh, so sorry. you're going to keep... I'm sorry. Okay. So 
there's that aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And then her is an uncovering, right? So she's going through and she is finding out this. And then with this knowledge, right? So mm-hmm. the same thing as like uncovering the pieces of the past. Like with this knowledge, what is she going to then do with her present and future? And that's what ties her storyline into the entire theme of the film. Which is that now that she has this information, like use it and, you know, make your future better with the mm-hmm. knowledge of the past or in this case you know her present etc and what do you do with the time that you're given and what do you leave behind so she could stay essentially trapped underneath this you know mm-hmm. relationship or she can like do something and then leave something to the future which would be you know probably her children mm-hmm. because not gonna have them with this guy probably mm-hmm. and like you know make the future better and leave something and do what you have with the time that you're given mm-hmm. so that's that's how i see it okay there's mm-hmm. no way the people that wrote this film like did what you just did there like i find it very hard to believe why because what you just said was beautiful and like everything about this film was yeah beautiful. but i do not i do not think that the writers were like okay we're gonna have this woman unearth and cover up like all that, like that really cool stuff that you just said. Does that matter? No, I'm just saying that you point out those things and make me like movies more than than I think I did in the be- to begin with. Okay, but then does it matter what? No, it just the makes filmmakers- me angry because I'm like, there's no way. <laughs> like Sean just made this movie better <laughs> by finding these beautiful metaphors, but there's no way that they came up with that. Like. If a director, like if I saw an interview with a director and he'd said that, or the writer, and I'd be like, oh, okay, that's cool. I appreciate it. But I, don't, I think if they were listening to this podcast right now, they'd be like, that's a cool point, dude. Like, we never <laughs> we never even thought about it that way. I I mean, possibly, but either way, it's there, right? And yeah, like, but they didn't mean for it to be there. But again, what does that matter? Uh-huh. Like, if somebody doesn't, you know, intend for you to see your grandmother in a painting... But you still see her. That doesn't mean that painting is worse, because like no. you, you weren't painting my grandma. Like it still makes you feel a certain way, and like you still get that meaning from it. Because so of does what it... you choose to see in it, not because of the effort of the artist. But again, what's it matter? And it matters about whether it's a good movie or not. No, it does. Like they didn't even mean to do that. But it's art. It, there's in all art. There's a subjectivity that the reader, you know, mm-hmm. in quotes or you know, capital R reader, mm-hmm. brings to any piece of art. I so, guess. you know, whatever it's there, like that's why there are so many different opinions on art, mm-hmm. right? So I guess I still like what you said was beautiful, but I still, <laughs> I still don't. But I still don't like the movie. No, I no no I I don't not like the movie. Okay. I just didn't love the movie like you did. Yeah, that's all. Um, I still just think it was very, um, I don't know, like campy or I I just didn't think campy? that it. I don't, I don't think know. that's the word. No, you mean, I don't know. Like wrote like I, it's too like. Boy finds girl type stuff. Yeah, or, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I just don't think it fit with the rest. Like what you said was cool, but I still don't think it was like. Yeah. Really, like, what does this have to do with an, you know, archaeological dig? Mm-hmm. Is what I was thinking, and and I was also confused about his relationship with his wife. Oh, you mean the best woman on the planet Earth? <laughs> yeah. Like, what do you mean? 
she was just awesome. Yeah, she was, she like, was cool, but she like... had absolutely no like uh, jealousy or like no worry at all. She was just like, when you come home, that's when we'll spend the night together, and yeah. I'm not staying here. But he, but it and made then... it seem like he was like not interested in his wife. Mm. Like he's like, oh, I didn't read. I'm gonna save your letters for the weekend. Oh, I didn't know you were coming. And like they do oh. kind of portray him as a little. I don't know if aloof is the right, but a little indifferent as to her. Yeah, and there was know. also a, a hint as to something that was never explained when she asked him if they if they had children. Yeah, and he was like, "Well, we, no, we don't." Yeah, and it was like he was hiding something that was going to be revealed later that maybe they lost a child or wanted yeah, children but never barren, had them or like or, yeah, and I was just like. Why wouldn't you just be like, no, we never had kids. Mm-hmm. Like it was all this like dramatic. Yeah. I just feel like their relationship was a little unexplored. Like, and yeah. they, they created, I... they created some type of strange tension relationship, but they never like really explained it. See, I didn't see it as tension. I just, not, I, tension I is not they... the word, just a strange dynamic in their relationship. Yeah. But to me it worked. It just mm-hmm. felt like they defined it well through the small amount of scenes that she was there. Yeah. And it, well, she it was, was cool, but it's like, why, like, why is she with him? Like he seems well, totally uninterested in her. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's hard to, you know, it's just a small part of their lives. And mm-hmm. like, she seemed to understand that he was, you know, so in love with the job. And, and I think on like, if it were another job, it might be different, and it might have given us a, a bigger window into their relationship. But I mm-hmm. think this being such a massive discovery and his massive discovery, yeah. that I think there was even more rope that she gave him to be like, I well, understand. Yeah, yeah she's you know? really supportive. Yeah, she was, was wonderful. Nice. But I also <laughs> think I think they were trying to make it possibly be a love interest between Carrie Mulligan and... Uh, there was a hint of that but i think they dropped it and i think it was more on her side yeah not on his side as a as a widower or widow sorry Mm -hmm. you can kind of you know see that like a longing for something and Mm -hmm. she like asked him to dinner and then like quickly realized it like okay well he said yes but then his wife came and it was i don't know it was just like weird yeah like because even then you like what wasn't sure if it was like his wife or his sister because they like Mm -hmm. it was it was weird i just felt like that was that was strange. So like just yeah. some of the some of the relationships outside of like the main dig and things like that. I just I was just a little uninterested in some of those and didn't think they were like necessary. Yeah. Um but the the um I mean it was heartbreaking too with again not really spoiling anything because it's made pretty clear early on, you know, that Carrie Mulligan is is dying yeah and like why does she seem so you know hell-bent on getting this dig done and mm-hmm. the um and even this this boat was a burial yep. boat and you know the whole idea like you were saying of things that you leave behind that was a really nice metaphor yeah for um and the, well they never actually show us her her passing or anything like that but the scene with her son and her, like in the boat, like looking at the stars. Oh yeah, like that was that was beautiful. Oh. That was heartbreaking. Yeah, let's just uh, we need to take a second here to just talk about how fantastic. Um, I don't even uh, is it Archie boy? Barnes played Robert Pretty. 
The boy? Yeah. Yeah, he was excellent. He was fantastic. Like it's he like the only thing he's in carried him. so much emotion. And in mm-hmm. the scene where he's talking about how he everybody told him after his father died that he oh. has to take care of his mother and that he's, and he's failed. failing. And oh just, my gosh. Oh my god, the amount of heartbreak and just that, that if he keeps acting like he is gonna yeah. be a force to be reckoned with. He is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And, like, he wasn't the annoying kid character, you know? Like, no, no, no. So many times child actors, whether they're supposed to be or not, is just, like, cloying mm-hmm. or just, like, has those little affectations. That it's just, like, get out of the scene. Yeah. But, no, every scene he was in, he heightened. And, and I really love the relationship um, because, for whatever reason, you know, they didn't have kids. I love the relationship between mm-hmm. him and Ray Fiennes. Yeah. Because... And even his wife, like, later. It's a small yeah. scene, but it's... yeah. Yeah, it's and he says, like, yeah, he's not playing this like disgruntled guy. Of, like, I'm trying to work here, and this kid keeps bothering me. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. oh no, he's no bother, and he like, you know, I kept a promise to this young man, and like showed him the telescope. Like, yeah, it was a really cute like grandfather grandson type like relationship. Yeah, it was it was great. It was yeah. So many times the the kid in the movie can just ruin it. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, I agree with that. Very much the opposite of that. Yeah. yeah, that's why I feel like if it had more, just been more focused on that relationship and that, I would have liked it a whole lot more. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think you think that I like hated it, and I didn't. Yeah. I just didn't. I'm just not using the word love like like you are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still a very good movie. It, you know, just wasn't. I wasn't like, ah, you have to watch this. <laughs> do you often like make that. that noise? I, I do. Don't hear I'm like, you ah, that noise. yes. I, I'm like, oh my God, you have to watch this. Okay. Ah. Interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. Anything else you want to add before we get to our ratings? I just, uh, again, want to kind of talk about the cinematography of it. Mm-hmm. Um, just absolute gorgeous use of space. And again, creating metaphor through visuals and through filmic parts. Um, you want to talk about the way that they framed most of the shots and literally the action is buried mm-hmm. like four fifths of the way down the screen yeah. and you have to like look underneath everything mm-hmm. in order to just like small touches like that it just always you know amaze me and and make me just really love film all that much more because yeah. it's like this is what it should be and uh when films actually get to to make those choices and and tell stories in those ways then it's just like it's really something special because nobody put their you know foot down and said like no you have to do it this way and like producers and you know studios didn't get too far involved to to ruin the uh true artistic voice of the film yeah things that you notice i'm always impressed those things that you notice so quickly (laughs) that the average person i think does not um, this is uh, not going to be exactly one of those things, but I think also there's a, um, you know how people recut movies to like make trailers and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There's a weird offbeat comedy zombie movie in this where instead <laughs> of, <laughs> stay with me because oh it, it gets weirder. Instead of zombies that like, you know, are out to eat brains mm-hmm. or like are undead and stuff, it's this virus that causes people to make out. Because there's like five or six scenes where they're just normal doing things, but because the backdrop of the war and mm-hmm. you know that, that yeah, kind of random thing, people making there's out. random couples like yeah. everywhere, just like making out, 
real hard <laughs> because they don't want to lose each other. Yeah, you're right. That was weird. Yeah, that's um, I think kind of another thing that we should touch on before we uh, get to our ratings is the the backdrop of the war and not um, didn't like super force that message either but yeah. again how that added to the entire thing of you know what do you do with your time and what's yeah. going to be left behind for others and these like huge historical events um that are you know in your future that are you know um kind of shown again in the past and, and that kind of yeah well and like and when that um soldier or mm-hmm. the air the plane like goes in and he's trying to save him because you know, he deserve like they give him a bit of a proper proper burial and things like that. Right. Um, yeah, that was and you're right, they didn't like like the fact that it was during the war wasn't a main mm-hmm. like you know, story component of right. it, but it just added to the Yeah. The importance of what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I think. Yep. Hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Uh so time for ratings? Yes. Okay. So boys, calm down. Our, our cats are very excited to hear what we rated this <laughs> yes. film. Um, so, Monica, why don't you go first? Oh, I was going to say you go first. Uh, I go first. I, I know I'm between two, so I, think, I need you to go first. I think you're between a nine and a ten. I, that's what I'm between. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Um, I'm I'm between an eight and a nine mm-hmm. myself. Yeah. Um, I think I'm leaning more towards the eight. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I think you are too. No, to be I honest, mean, <laughs> even the things I'm saying like aren't. I don't think they're... You no, know, you, what you're saying it. makes it really cool. But I'm either angry at myself for not noticing them to begin with, or <laughs> you're like that... competitively yes. intellectual like yes. that. <laughs> it's like, why did you notice that? And I or, didn't. <laughs> or is this not accessible to the average person? So if it was so buried... Excuse <laughs> the pun. Nice. <laughs> if it was so buried in well the film, like, if only some people notice it, like, is it really that good? Well, a film, yeah, is is the point I was making there. Okay. But I I still think I'm sticking with with the eight, um, just mainly because of those secondary storylines and and things yeah. like that. But yeah, mm. yeah, I I think the only thing that would make it not a ten, um, is towards the end they do get a little more into the war, mm-hmm. and I feel they, um, not necessarily over explained that aspect of it but like it i would have been like so like more into it if it Mm -hmm. was only background stuff yes you know um but i don't i don't know i feel like this has to be a 10 for me i just kind of feel that way okay it's just one of those things um a lot like films like uh saint francis or um the other one with the the houseless father and uh leave no trace oh um just films like that that just for some reason like i keep thinking about it and all the like little touches and just the moments that uh yeah that that are just like okay. yeah this is a 10 for me all right i think it's absolutely a 10 i think you should go watch it and uh report back okay. because this is also one of those films that i can you know honestly say like People are going to be bored to tears. Like this is not yeah. a film for everybody. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't think <laughs> like, people will be like totally bored. No, you know, but it's... I would. I would never tell my uncle to watch this. Yeah, you know, I would never tell my sister to watch this. Yeah. Becky, if you're listening again, this is one of those films that I explicitly am saying is you know not, not for, for you. you. Um, I think I didn't realize it was based on something true. 
until oh, yeah. the movie was over. So then I, I had a different appreciation for it then mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, okay, this is retelling something that actually happened. So yeah. like you can almost forgive the slowness yeah. because in a way that it was yeah. like for that. But Well, yeah, and I mean, it's not one of those those movies, you know? It's a... Yeah, no, it's fine, but it, it still just gave me a different viewpoint Yeah, once I discovered it was based on a true story. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, oh, that really happened. That's cool. Yeah. So there you have it. A two-point gap in our ratings. Yes. But um, we both concur that it is a, a good film. Yes. And a film that is not a four-quadrant popcorn movie. So yeah, very, if, yeah. if you like slow art, you know, beautiful metaphorical tone poems of mm-hmm. films, go check it out. Yes. And now that you have Jean explain metaphors for you and you'll appreciate it <laughs> a little bit more because not everybody can pick up on those things. Okay. <laughs> All right. Shall we switch gears into our featured review now? Yeah. Let's go ahead and take a look at um, Black Box. And this is a film by director Emmanuel Osei-Kafor. And he has done a couple of short films before, but this is his first full-length uh, feature. It also stars Mamadou Ache and Felicia Rashad. And without giving too much away, uh, it is a man who had a horrific car accident and he's struggling to get his memory back. He has amnesia and can't remember things. And mm-hmm. he has a little girl and he's, you know, just trying to figure out his life and what happened um, to it. And he finds a doctor that uh, Felicia Rashad that says that she thinks she can help him get his memories back. Yep. That's all we're going to say about yes. that. This is the opposite of the dig in that there are many things that we could say that would be considered spoilers for this film. So yeah. we will talk in non- general. Let's, yeah, let's do non-spoiler first. Yes, very much mm. so. And then um, I think we'll save our ratings till the end, but I will provide timestamps in the uh, info for the show. Where you can fast forward if you don't want to hear any of the things yeah. and just find out what we want to say. Yeah. Or what we uh, are going to rate it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> find out what we're going to say. <laughs> Listen right now. There you go. I really like this movie. I also really liked this movie. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, it's a really nice, like, suspense sci-fi movie. Like, mm. it's... um, the The one thing... Did all well. Let's talk about what we liked before yes. I get into the one thing mm-hmm. I would have liked more of. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I thought it, it's a great uh, pace to like unravel this mystery. Mm-hmm. You know, it does a, a great job of setting the table without dwelling too long on the status quo before they you know change it and yeah. then give you an idea of where the story is going. Mm-hmm. And right? it's one of those movies that's like fun because it's like you're like, oh, I think I think I figured it out. Yeah. No wait. No, I think no. This is what. No, I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, if I'm true to myself, no, I didn't actually know it. Yeah. Uh, that you're always trying to, like, you know something isn't quite right. Mm-hmm. And so you're trying to figure out, you know, what yeah. exactly is happening. Well, I mean, the very first scene, they they hit you with, like, you know, a, uh, you know, something that is, like, slightly suspenseful. And mm-hmm. you're like, ooh, what's, yes. ooh, what's going, going on here, right? <laughs> Um, it's very much like if you if you like to get out, you, I think you'll like um, this movie. Similar type of idea. Similar, though mm-hmm. I will say, you know, less quality than Get Out. Like, oh to me, yeah, absolutely. You know, well, don't ex- don't expect Get Out level. Like, Get Out is is saying a lot more about society and you know yes. social um, issues. Right. This movie was an escape from those things, and it's just a cool 
yes. a cool movie. And I think uh, that... You but know, I mean that like sci-fi type of, you know, mind control right, like, right, type right. thing. Exactly. If you like that, yeah. Yeah. you would like this movie. Yeah, but I think then you, you hit on the one thing that I would have liked a little bit more is mm-hmm. that I would have liked more of a message on uh, a little bit more of the social aspect of mm-hmm. what some of the things meant. And I think we'll have to get a little further into spoilers to talk um, exactly about, mm-hmm. you know, what was... Yeah, interesting, what, because I do think that there was enough well, then, message, social well, thing then for me. Maybe the reverse dig can happen. We yes, can get and, a, and I'm a, going to explain yeah, things to you. Yeah, we can get a, a gid or a build. Oh, yeah, and then you'll be See, like, oh. gid was G-I-D. Whereas oh, dig is D-I-G. Oh, gotcha. Good thing you so, explained it to our it was listeners. A backwards dig. See what I did? With it. I took the oh, letters. Oh, gosh. Moving on. <laughs> so what? Uh, those were my general thoughts. <laughs> um, I thought the acting was uh, phenomenal. Um, Mama Duache seemed like I would like to see him in more things. Yeah, he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, he was he was awesome. And the, the movie asks a lot of him because he does need to portray a man in the beginning who doesn't kind of really know how to be a human or at least the human he's supposed to be so to play that kind of like lost in yourself Mm -hmm. but to not play it you know in that kind of laughable way where like i don't how do i tie my shoes yeah Yeah. (laughs) well (laughs) i mean that would be a very different movie yeah um, well, I mean, he has notes around the house that says, like, turn off the coffee maker, right, right, and, you know, right. things like that. Right. But it... No, I'm saying if he literally said things like that, oh, it would yeah, be yeah. like an Adam Sandler type movie. Yeah. Like, well, how do I do the coffee? <laughs> um, but yeah, um, but then to be able to portray that and then, you know, later as things happen to his character, to be able to turn that into mm-hmm. like a realized person that still feels like the man who was lost inside himself, you know, mm-hmm. and to not like play it as a complete like uh, person a person b yeah it is like person a with this you know affliction with no knowledge and with knowledge yeah yeah, it's um it's a great performance really Mm -hmm. great and then let's talk about felicia rashad because she's great she's just excellent yeah and um we'll talk more about how excellent she is in In spoilers spoilers. uh and then again uh much like the dig we have a child actor oh she was yeah um, phenomenal an actress amanda christine played ava and she was great um in the beginning when she's like literally you know running the house and taking care of her dad yeah it was very sad she is so believable and like gets so much emotion out of the viewer because of how she's acting and like Mm -hmm. it's not like it doesn't read like a kid acting like an adult or a kid acting like a kid acting like an adult yeah yeah. it like reads as that kid who has to be an adult exactly like you know those like really sad tales where somebody has to like take care of their siblings or Mm -hmm. you know their parent in this case at like such a young age it just feels like wholly believable like yeah well and excellent you know and that's unfortunately a a thing that people might have to deal with like her dad is is alive and well not but he can't his memory is so poor he you Mm -hmm. know forgets to pick her up from school and um and that's sort of heartbreaking yeah the one scene where she's like oh, I'm going to go make dinner. And he's like, you don't have to do that. And she's like, well, who else is going to? Yeah. And you're like, oh, man, she's just this little girl. And she's, yeah. you know, dealing with all of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, she was um, phenomenal as well. Yeah, great. And then um, just 
uh, before we get into spoilers, just talking mm-hmm. about like directorially, like the horror elements of this mm-hmm. were really well done. Um, nothing too like brand new in the the no. realm of horror or anything like that, but just shot really well. And you know, with the with the eye towards building tension without doing the like the uh, the like jump scare, like really loud noise type yeah, thing, yeah. and like just the yeah, the it's more of just a thriller. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. more of a of a head scare mm-hmm. than it is like that body like jolt like yeah you exactly. know kind of thing yeah i didn't find myself like jumping and all or anything like that no um, just just really well made and this yeah this uh director is one that i'll i'll check out more and more of their work because this is a really good start to a career yeah it was um, really good of full-length features and maybe we'll check out those shorts yeah i, I feel like we have a, a really good list of directors that we kind of just found out about that made short films and we should just have like just a, a short, film, a short night. film night yeah exactly yeah he's got like five of them oh that's great so, yeah and that oh well we shot he also wrote he also wrote this film he didn't mm-hmm. just direct it so yeah excellent um, All right. definitely like, looking forward to seeing more from them i think we should so head into spoiler territories okay put wow, up, wow, wow. there you go <laughs> there it is it's your fault after this point for spoilers yes okay so let's mm-hmm. talk about um the social aspect of it mm-hmm. because we do have you know by all accounts at least we're told in the film a uh, a black man who is a loving father, a fantastic human, mm-hmm. right? And you get that aspect. And then he is forced to become, like, a stereotypical, like, wife beater mm-hmm. and kind of a, a deadbeat mm-hmm. type black guy. Yeah. And I feel like there is a... You say that you saw, like, a social message, but I don't feel like that metaphor really got to me. Mm-hmm. So... Like, what did you see in it as far as the social aspect? I thought of it as, like, the value we place on people's lives. Mm -hmm. That, you know, at at the end, you're almost, like, you're okay with the fact, or you want the good guy to win. Sure. You're like, oh, okay. Well, I mean, besides the fact that he's taking over his mind, but it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy deserves to live more than the other guy mm-hmm. because he's a better person. Right. And, like, that is just something interesting. Like, who's to say, like, who lives and who dies? Right. Um, And then from, like, Felicia Rashad's perspective, like, it's her son and she chooses not to see those things. And, yeah. oh, you... you are going to be a good you have a chance now to be a good husband to be a good doctor yeah to be all these things that i want you to be and like about you know second chances Mm -hmm. and things like that so the scene at the end when like the two subconsciouses subconsciouses subconscious yeah i don't know (laughs) i don't know when they're where they're like physically fighting with each other Mm -hmm. and he's got like the knife and it's like he has to decide basically like is this guy's life worth living more than mine? Yeah. And like, I was a crap person. Mm-hmm. So maybe this guy deserves to live more. Yeah. Something that I just think, I thought okay. it was an interesting look at that. And yeah. And I don't disagree with any of that. I just think there was an opportunity to say more about how society sees black men and mm-hmm. black fathers, I think. And I, I think there was some of it there but i don't know Mm -hmm. if it really got if it really came across you know yeah i don't think it was important to do so i mean like 
all of the characters in this were black. Mm-hmm. We didn't really see from like any white perspective mm-hmm. besides the one teacher, uh, but she was just a concerned teacher. I don't think. I think it. I think it would have done it a disservice, actually, in my opinion, that like this was just a cool thriller yeah. and didn't really need to make make the like racial social justice issue a part of it. Yeah. Where like, you know, get out was like it was centered around mm-hmm. that idea mm-hmm. that I don't think it I don't think it needed to be a part of it i'm not saying it needed to be necessarily but mm-hmm. i just think it was kind of it would have been easy to say something more with it mm-hmm. even like i don't like get out is obviously very much about like the full-on metaphor throughout yeah. the film mm-hmm. i think that this could have said something mm-hmm. you know inside of a cool sci-fi thriller mm-hmm. type thing I'm not saying that it needed to be, you know, social horror, yeah. et cetera, but it could have made a statement at some point along the way. But, like, how would they have done Or that? it seemed like, or not that they could have, but that it seemed like they were shaping up to that, but not necessarily saying it. Okay, I guess I could see that perspective, but I don't really know how they would would have done it. yeah. I think it, it would have had to center around the one white character that, you know, like is very judgmental mm-hmm. of him. And I feel like there could have been something there with, you know, once he's embodied by the guy who's, you know, the bad guy, mm-hmm. whether she says something, you know, to really bring out the prejudices yeah. and the the social, you know, kind of the way some black men are like pigeonholed into mm-hmm. that stereotype gotcha. you know and I, I think there was something like i felt like they were leading up to it mm-hmm. and i was like oh this has a point of view and then it it didn't come through for me oh, okay yeah yeah i guess i didn't really see it building mm-hmm. to that yeah at all i i mean like i had from the beginning like i don't think it was or that i should say i think it was pretty obvious that felicia rashad's character had like motives that were not the best yeah you know like through her whole you know i'm a doctor trying this new experiment and Mm -hmm. i'm like okay she's probably the bad guy um but it was i didn't see it going the direction that it did yeah that way like that she had some personal like stake in this in the game oh see as soon as wait no i shouldn't say that because i i thought that maybe Felicia Rashad was his wife mm-hmm. and he didn't actually die in the car. Like nobody died in the car accident, but he was brain dead and she's like devoted her life to try oh, to like yeah. bring him back. See from the tone of the film, I knew as soon as she said, well, we all have lost someone that we love. I knew mm-hmm. that she was trying to get like her son back or, oh, gotcha. or maybe her husband, but that like didn't work out timing wise. Yeah, yeah. So I knew. And then like with the, as soon as she also said that she um, enjoyed that sushi place, I knew that those weren't Nolan's memories. Those were definitely the oh, memories of someone that she had lost. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, you pick so, up on that stuff and I don't. Well, I see more movies that are like this, to be Yeah, honest. true. I'm not, so I'm not a big There are those like movies. signpost moments where you're like, oh, keep that in my mm-hmm. memory because I'm pretty sure they're coming back yeah. to that type thing. So, yeah. But the scene where he figure, like where he figures it out was pretty cool. Everything with the like... black box and like how that was like, mm-hmm. see... This, I mean, kind of to go back to what I was saying, like this to me read like a Black Mirror episode, mm-hmm. like a full length 
Black Mirror. Yeah. And in Black Mirror, they do, like, whether or not it's good in, you know, some of them or, Mm -hmm. like, muddled in others, Mm -hmm. um, they do say something about society at large. Oh, I see. So you were just expecting Yeah, I think just the way that everything was presented, Mm -hmm. it was just like, ooh, what's, you know, what's today's lesson going to be? I see it. I think the lesson was there. I just think it was a very broad message maybe yes. you were, you and were I was, expecting it to be yeah, a little bit more i was of a hoping specific something message. specific that you know came from um you know a place of something more personal okay um which it might be i actually don't mm-hmm. know anything well i mean if you look from director. felicia rashad's perspective it was like you know when are you what, what does she say at one point like when no matter what I do, you're never going to be the man that I wanted you to be or mm-hmm. something like towards yeah. the end there. And she was like, man, she was like, it, you were only gone that long and you've already like, you know, subtext. She was saying like, mm-hmm. you took that long to just go back to your old, like you've been given this new chance yeah. that I gave you and you already have screwed it up, it up yeah. because you got mad, yeah. you know, like, so yeah, I just think there was a lot there. Like, you know, the like angry, black eyed trope mm-hmm. that yeah. could have been like explored. It maybe wasn't, I just didn't pick mm-hmm. up on, on Yeah, it. and I think I think the themes were more universal. Yeah, it was so more I about can, as I you can said. understand why you maybe wanted it to be a little bit more yeah. specific. Yeah. But I still thought it was a cool um you know, like I found myself thinking like uh oh my god, that guy's terrible. Yeah, he shouldn't get to live. And then I'm yeah. like, Wow, that's terrible that I'm like judging whether or not somebody should like live or die yeah, but, I based mean, that's, on their life that's you know? what good films make you do right yeah you know? exactly so yeah and i just i want to make sure i'm not coming off to say that like every black director has to have like a treatise on oh, the black yeah. experience no, no, no. in every film that they make mm-hmm. you know I, that's definitely not how i feel yeah no i think you're right that maybe like maybe if this movie we'd seen this movie before get out or before black mirror mm-hmm. that we would be like oh this was a cool movie but it's like so many movies now like mm-hmm. do an awesome job of yeah, bringing light of, some yeah. social issue, mm-hmm. like a specific social issue that you kind of wanted it. Yeah, I can I can understand. And I think that perspective. Um, I think that feeling started with uh, getting back into positive things. Just mm-hmm. how um, excellent the uh, I'm sorry, was it Ache Mamadou Ache? Um, Ache, I think is yeah. how it's pronounced. Um, when he started to doubt himself, like, as a human, mm-hmm. you know, like, did I ever hit her? And, like, the... Oh, yeah, that was just, really painful. It was horrible yeah. to watch because, like, at, at a certain point, you were incredibly worried that he was going to find that out. And yeah. then, like, what do I now feel about him? Like, yeah. because I'm rooting for him to get his memories back. But now, if that is who he is and he gets those memories back does mm-hmm. he revert to that person yeah you know and or does then, he want to get his memories back right and is exactly it like, if they're no gonna, don't tell me anymore because i was a terrible apparently i was a terrible person yeah. so i want to start over so if they're gonna bring him you know to this place of ruin essentially yeah. to learn that he was a horrible man yeah then oh you know and then yeah and even the like the little things like that that um are just like really well done like when she the uh, daughter says, like, you used to do my hair tighter. You're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, was it, like, too tight? Like, was he, like, abusive oh, to her? Yeah, and yeah. just, like, the little things that, like, it, there were a lot of points where it was, like, this movie could go in a lot of directions. Mm-hmm. And the performances and the writing and the directing, like, led you down those ways. And that yeah. was that was awesome. Yeah. 
Oh, and then the hand, the handshake that was so cute. Well, you knew it was gonna end. I like know, that. I knew, I and mean, it was like, cheesy as hell. But you know, I knew you it was gonna it. be yeah. the um, affirming moment that her yeah, dad yeah. is back. Like I wasn't surprised by it, but I still yeah. think the way that they did it was beautiful. And yeah, you were like oh my god, he's gonna run out of handshake. Yeah, now. <laughs> I do wish they would have shown it once though, so that you knew he got it right. Oh, like in a flash <laughs> or in a. Well, wait, how would they have? Because I don't, I don't know. It would have had to been. Or maybe she shows it to the brother or, or her, her uncle. Her her like walking him through it the first time like oh, maybe. slap slap like pound up yeah down, she's like saying it or something mm, turn around like yeah. shoot explode type thing yeah um but yeah it was just like come I think on, you could just tell from her face on. like you got it right and it was yeah, so cute. yeah there it is yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so one you, of those you moments. knew it was coming it wasn't oh, a surprise no, but it, it no, was still really heartwarming when it uh, yeah. When it got there. Yeah. And in that scene, like, Felicia Rashad is so good, too. And she's... Oh, it's sad. Um, There's a lot of uh, tech in here that's pretty dodgy that, like, is, like, I don't know. You just kind of built, like, generic hacker interface one. Yeah, I don't know. And that kind of stuff. <laughs> but on her side of it, she mm-hmm. made it, like, so good. Like, yeah. in the final scene when he... um. When he goes into the memory, oh, it's not the final scene, is it? Mm. Uh, when he first realizes, or when you first realize that uh, Nolan isn't in his own consciousness, yeah, yeah, and he goes to the scene where he dies, where mm-hmm. uh, was it Thomas? Yes, Thomas the name of, yeah, yeah. So as Thomas is dying, mm-hmm. and he starts flatlining, and she's like, "Where are you?" Yeah. Like you know that she knows where What's he's happened? going yeah, in that memory, yeah. and like she's so good at acting against, like ms dos yeah, yeah and it's yeah, just yeah. like oh bravo <laughs> yeah because she's got that great look that you know she can be the super loving mother or she could be the villain and or like, the crazy scientist yeah, yeah you don't know and she's just so good at turning it on that's, in either that's one of my first thoughts i had when i was like oh she is probably no good but i'm like but the way she acts like maybe she is good yeah i don't know like she yeah. does definitely has that like ambiguous way about her acting yeah that it's you, like, perfect casting. can't really tell so good yeah it was definitely very well casted so good as well yeah okay. um do we want to get into our ratings yeah is there we... anything more to say i'm just trying to think if we wanted to touch on anything else most um, of the things yeah i mean we both enjoyed it mm-hmm. uh Let's drop out of spoilers now. So welcome yes. back for those of you fast forwarded. Um, you're if gonna you, go back and watch it later. If you did, you have a piece of my heart because, um, yeah, I don't want anybody to be spoiled by by anything. And, and yes. uh, yeah, so yeah, let's get into our ratings. Mm-hmm. So I went first you... last time. Yes. Yeah. So you go first um, this time. Yeah. So this one it was tough because I really did like many many aspects of it. Um, there were some things that I thought were lacking that would have like pushed it up but Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily take away from it for me like the social justice like message of it that it wasn't there doesn't make the film worse sure just would have made it better like you know bonus points Mm -hmm. um extra credit if you will yeah um the one thing that i do need to take away from is that i feel like i was ahead of this movie about two-thirds into it and i could Mm -hmm. kind of I, i pieced it together very early gotcha. as to what was happening so for that reason i'm in an eight okay yeah yeah I'm still gonna... still okay. really good but not like one of those oh my god you gotta go watch this right now you're too smart for your own good when it comes to movies then i guess <laughs> that you figured it out i don't know because I... I didn't have it exactly figured out the way that you did yeah um i'm giving it a nine nine yeah, yeah. it was really fun like to to be constantly guessing 
Mm-hmm. Even though, I mean, I agree. It wasn't like some big, you know, sixth sense, like shocking, like, oh my God. Like, yeah. you knew Felicia Rashad was up to no good, but it was still, um, even if I had it partially figured out, like, it, it was still, like, getting your predictions, like, affirmed is still yes. fun. Oh, yeah. It you can know, be. so it was like, yeah. oh Espe- my gosh, yes, I knew Especially it. when it's done well like this yeah. and not just like, yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Called it 45 minutes ago. Yeah. No, it's like, oh, good. Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, that kind of. Yeah. Yeah. So I definitely I give it a nine. I would. Yeah. I would tell people to watch this movie. I think a lot of people. Oh, yeah. If they like thrillers, to watch it. they're yeah. going to like this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be telling my dad to watch this movie. So, yeah, I think he'll like it. Yeah, I think he'll too. like it a lot. I mean, he might be confused. But... I, and not too, I don't think he'll be too confused. <laughs> no. Yeah. OK. Um, yeah. And so that's dad that's... listens to our podcast, too. So hi, dad. <laughs> Hi, Serge. How's it going? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I think that does it for this week. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, I want to um, plug real quick. Uh, a while ago, I guested on the Parents Just Don't Understand podcast with uh, our former guest, Chris Woodward, and Kurt, his co-host. Um, and we talked about Pixar, pretty much everything Pixar. It was recorded before Soul, so we did not include Soul in mm-hmm. our discussion. Uh, but we talked about what they do well, what they don't do well, how they compare to Disney, how they compare to other studios. Is there anybody out there doing what Pixar does? And what really is the heart of what Pixar does do? <laughs> yep. Do you do? <laughs> yep. What do 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 do? Yikes. Anyway. And that's going to do it. Anyway, for... no, you can, <laughs> you can listen to that on SoundCloud. Just search Parents Just Don't Understand on SoundCloud and then sift through the remixes of the Will Smith song. <laughs> and, oh, that's funny. Um, no, but uh, Parents Just Don't Understand on SoundCloud. Uh, it was a really good time. And uh, we hope to have Chris back on our podcast at some point. And maybe and when you're, while well. you're on SoundCloud, also you can check out our other episodes there. We're also on Apple Podcast. Um, as well as Spotify. Spotify. Yep. <laughs> That's the other one. Go ahead and uh, rate and review us if you would. Drop us five stars if you mm-hmm. like what you hear. And if you don't, Tell your enemies. Yep, that's fine. <laughs> and then always, uh, you can drop us a, a line at marriedmoviespodcast at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought. Did you uh, watch The Dig? Did you like it? I bet you thought I was going to say something else. Did you dig it? Yeah. Oh, we refrained from making it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, did you watch Black Box? Let us know what you thought. And uh, did you get ahead of it? Did you feel that there was a message that was lacking? Or mm-hmm. was it there? And, I'm and an have idiot. you watched in, in and of itself yet? Because if you haven't, you need to. Yeah. You're not Monica's friend. You, you are didn't. not my friend unless you enjoyed that movie. <laughs> so that's all I'm going to say about that. Or that show. Yeah. I don't know. So okay. coming up in some future episodes, we've got a bit of a grab bag on a lot of other things that we've watched recently. Uh, we might have a special guest come and talk about something that only I saw and Monica didn't. Uh, because, and never will. Yeah, because just talking to her blank-faced for two minutes about a movie that she would hate yep. is not as much fun. That's okay. So we'll bring on somebody and uh, Sean can geek out with that person over it while I... I don't know, file my nails. <laughs> then, I don't. I bite my nails, so that's in, not even uh, it. <laughs> and then in two weeks or thereabouts, we might uh, do a little Oscar predicting and try to guess uh, what films are going to be nominated. In this crazy year of uh, Oscars. Yeah, in, yeah. We're, we're going to have to do some research as to what can be nominated. What is a movie anymore? Yeah, what is a movie? <laughs> what qualifies as a movie? Let's just Google that. And then, yes. uh, yeah, so okay. that's uh, what we hope to have coming up on these next couple episodes, but mm-hmm. that'll do it for this week. Uh, 
But... I don't know. You were you oh. looked like you were ramping down and oh, had yeah, something but then to you say. Were like, this week. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Married at, at the, the Movies. movies. <laughs> do I sound like I'm on old time radio?